Hey folks, welcome back to Misty and Ike, a daily pop culture podcast produced by Brickyard Media Group. And now here's your hosts, Misty Roberts and Isaac Heckert. Hello? Hello? Hello. Hi! <laughs> wasn't sure if you were there or not. I wasn't sure if you were there either. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Yes. Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. Yes. Are you referring to if you were to share this video with your friends? Oh, yes, of course. You could share, share this it. around a little bit. Share it. Share. 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 Today's episode is about... Share. Share. That was more of a question oh. than an answer that Are we I getting gave. existential this morning? I think we, we are. We haven't even greeted them this morning. I, I greeted you. Let's begin meow. Let's begin meow. Hello. Good morning, everybody. Hello, everyone. Good morning, everybody. Hello, everyone. Welcome to... Sh- we just can't just come out of the gate with it like that, can we? I don't, I think. It's only 15 minutes. we got to get right to it. I think so. Okay, how about this? And she's important. There's a lot to talk about. Okay, well, I didn't say it yet. Did you say it? I didn't say it. Okay, here we go. Okay. Good morning, San Diego. Hello, Los Angeles. Hello, Los Angeles and greater outlying areas. Hello, what? Pasadena. Hello. <laughs> and even you, Glendale. <laughs> Ew, no. No, Just not, kidding. Not you, I love Glendale. you, Glendale, the brand. Uh, and Americana. Welcome. Uh, happy <laughs> happy good morning to you, Misty and I fans. <laughs> happy good morning to you. Happy good morning to you. I like that. Here's a shot of Misty. Hello, everyone. And here I'm looking at Misty's camera now. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, good morning, guys. It's it's share day. It's share day. Because it's a birthday. What are you gonna share with me? Everything about share. We're gonna share share. She's so great. Share share share. Share share share. Uh, special shout out to our uh, collective hairstylist Leanne yes. Huffman, uh, who I is have, the biggest share fan in the world. Yeah, I'll probably have to bleep her last name, Leanne. Yeah. We call her. We, her name is Leanne, and her, her she Instagram, is a giant share fan. Her Instagram is share 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 cats cats share at, are, at is Yahoo. That for real? No. No, I don't think you made that up. Um, she loves her some share, and so we're going to dedicate this episode to her. And if you're wondering uh, what share looks like, here's a collection of pictures of share over the years. That's that's the share we're talking about. Look at that yeah. fantastic. Do woman. you believe in life after, after love? Love. I thought it was gloves. And that <laughs> would be an episode, our first episode. About misheard song lyrics. Oh, what a callback. If you want to go back to episode number one and see where we've come from. Yeah. Well, let's get into some share facts. All right. Um, Cher. Cher. She's, she just, I mean, first of all, she's also, we talked about her in our episode about Mononymous Anonymous, people that only go by one name. Yeah. Do you want to know what her real name is? I do. What is it? She was born Sherilyn Sarkissian, mm-hmm. which has a kind of a ring to it. It does, and it has a, yeah. Yeah. A little bit. I'm a mononymous now. Ike. Yeah. Just Ike. Just Ike. Just Ike. Just Ike. Oh my gosh, that's really funny, because we just Iked with the Jazz Hands, mm-hmm. which is just Jack from Will & Grace, mm-hmm. who is also known for being a huge Cher fan on the show and doing Cher impressions. Yep. And he is our played by our favorite, Sean Hayes. Sean Hayes. From the podcast Smartless. Look yeah. at that seven degrees of like. Look at that. <laughs> I can smell the bacon. 
Does that, I think that means you're having a stroke. No, seven, <laughs> se, seven degrees of Kevin. Oh, cheapers. Uh, did you know that Cher was on TV before as a, as a kid? Before as a kid? Before I as a kid? I didn't know that. Man, what is it? Thursday morning? <laughs> Feels like it. Boy, I got a Feels like Monday. a Thursday. Uh, when Cher was a child, her mother booked parts for her and her sister to appear as extras on shows like The Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Which is like the biggest show out there yeah. then. I mean, I know actors. How did her right mom now. do that? I don't know. Because her mom was also an actress. Well, if, why are you asking me if you know? Because I want to see if you knew it. It was oh, like a now quiz. I'm tested. Oh, it was a quiz. Share quiz. Trivia. Uh, um, yeah, her mom, Georgia Holt, was a bit actress. Um, so if you don't know what bit actress means, it just means directly interfacing with the lead actor, but not having any more than five lines. But she did stuff in I Love Lucy. Yeah. That's what the definition of a bit yeah. actress is? I didn't know that. I, yeah. Like a bit part, I thought it was just a small role. It's a role that has less than five lines. Hmm. Um, she was in I Love Lucy in Studio 57. And so that's how she was able to get small little extra parts for her kids. Hmm. Wikipedia also describes it as an aspiring actor who has not yet broken into supporting or leading roles, even if you're able to make a living at it. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Nobody uses that word anymore, though. Right? Not really. Okay. Kind of a little demeaning. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you know she was a background vocalist? I didn't know that, actually. Yeah. Uh, I real know long, more folks, about that. Uh, in 1962, Bono introduced Cher to... Uh, St- uh, I'm sorry. Bono. Thank you. Sonny Bono. Yep, I was like, sorry, we're not... Not, we're not Bono. <laughs> I'm like, totally uh, different guy. Not you two. <laughs> I, I don't read so good it's in the okay. morning times. I just wanted to like wow. stop and make sure we got that correct. Sorry, folks. Bono and Bono. Bono, <laughs> Bono, Bono. Sonny uh, Bono. Sonny Bono introduced Cher to legendary vocal uh, producer slash alleged killer Phil Spector. Oof, that guy. <laughs> yep. Mm. Recognizing her talent, Spector used Cher as a background singer on hits like The Ronettes' Be My Baby. Wow. And The Righteous Brothers' You've Lost That Love and Feeling. Holy smokes. You know I mean, those are great songs. And she sang background yeah. vocals. And you know what's weird? She probably gets a stack of like residual checks like this. Mailbox money. And then she flips through them. And then like eventually it's like, oh, here's 37 cents for You've Lost That Love and Feeling. Right, right after a million dollar check for Do You Believe in Life After Love. You know what? We are fantastic. This is going to be the last episode of Missy Night. We're beginning our background singing I, career. I think we should. Speaking of which. You but we a, only come as package deal, clearly. I mean. Duh. 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 <laughs> uh, this is a good time to shout out your p- personal podcast episode. Oh, yeah. About I, background singers. I Tales from C4A. Um, we did an episode where we had my friend Kate, who is... A background vocalist for James Taylor. And currently on her treadmill listening to us and right now. listening to our quiz shows on her treadmill. Um, <laughs> Shout out, Kate. My friend, Laura, who is a background vocalist for Enrique Iglesias mm-hmm. um, and Joe Cocker and a million televised TV events. And my friend, Brianna Lee, who I met when we were together touring with Nick Jonas. You remember what episode also, it is? She does. I think she also still sings... With Elvis Costello. Oh, yeah. And also does a lot of vocal arranging and has done a bunch of Grammy Award nominated soundtracks for animated Disney movies and things. And that's episode one, two, three? No, it was the last episode I did. Four no, two. it wasn't. It was like 
It's in there, folks. It's in, I mean, I only had like seven episodes yeah. before all hell broke loose. Tales so. from C4A. Yeah. Check it out. <laughs> if you're into, If you just can't get enough Misty or Ike, we have our own separate podcasts. Um, but yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Um, you got any more facts? I do, actually. Yeah. Speaking of branding, which what we just did was some, some branding. Some there. branding. Rebranding. When Cher was 18, she released her first single by herself and changed her stage name to Bonnie Jo Mason. Boy, she's had a couple names, huh? The single flopped, and she went on to create a singing duo with Sonny Bono. Hey. And at first, they used the names Caesar and Cleo. Caesar and Cleo? Before changing it to Sonny and Cher. Wow. She has had, a, like, she's lived a million lives. If we, if, let's just say that Misty and Ike was the Caesar and Cleo. <laughs> what's our new Sonny and Cher? What would be our Sonny and Cher? But those are their real names. So okay. uh, they'd be the Caesar and Cleo. This is our make... first name. Misty and Ike was our first yeah. attempt. It was Misty and Ike ruined the internet. Yeah. But if we had to rebrand, would okay. we be Roberts and Heckert? Like, I, like I a mean, law that's, it's got it's got a ring to it. Definitely. Robert, a law officer, a management company. Roberts and Abrams. That's a hard no, I'm guessing. I don't. Yeah. We'll, we'll come back to it. We'll come back. Okay. To it. Why don't well, you leave I a, think we need to think on that. Yeah. Leave us a comment and tell us what you think our new Sunny and Cher name should be. We're not going to yeah. change it, but just for funsies, leave us a comment. Um, I need to tell you that Cher also had another name. What? So before she was married to Sunny, she was married to Greg Allman. So she was Sherilyn Sarkissian Lapierre. Oh, no. After Sunny. Sherilyn yeah. Sarkissian, Lapeer, Bono, Allman. That makes more sense. Bono, Allman. Well, check it out. Did you know she had a Barbie? I did. Because, oh. Yeah. Okay. I didn't. Mm-hmm. At the height of the Sonny and Cher show's popularity in the 1970s, the yes. toy company Mego. Mego. Mego made Barbie? I've never even heard of Mego. Me but neither. no, Mattel makes Barbie. Right. Released a doll of both Bono. Dope. Oh, yeah, it's not an actual Barbie. Bono. Just a doll. Bono, not Bono. You want to count the number of times I get Bono and Bono? Not really. And Cher. Understandably, kids couldn't wait to get their hands on the Cher doll. The miniature version of the singer ended up being the highest selling doll of 1976. That's pretty cool. Oh, so she didn't have her own Barbie. She beat out Barbie. Yeah, it was just a doll that was her put out by a different company. Yeah. I'm not surprised, though. Like Cher beats Barbie. I want a doll. A Cher doll? No, of me. We should get Funko Pop dolls. Oh, that'd be cool. Like uh, like my boy. Joe Coy. Joe Coy. That's yeah. right. Yeah, you can't really see it. It's <clears throat> glared out. It's okay. Everybody knows, you know, it's Joe Coy and he has a Funko yeah. doll. Yeah, if you're watching this on your phone, you definitely tell that that's <sighs> Joe Coy. Yeah, totally. Sure, 100%. Because uh, your boy produces his show. No big deal. <clears throat> <clears throat> Along with Tales from C4A. No big deal. <clears throat> anyway, uh, <laughs> let's see here. She shares something in common with Carol Burnett. Okay, color me intrigued. Everyone knows that the dress share award to the <gasps> 1986 Academy oh, Awards Mackie. two years before she won the award for Best Actress. But not everyone knows the dress designer Bob Mackey mm-hmm. was the same person who designed Carol Burnett's curtain dress in the famous Went with the Wind sketch on the Carol Burnett show. Bob Mackey was a huge big deal back in the 70s and 80s. But wasn't like he also he- an actor? Bob Mackey, no. Is it he not was, this guy? He was guy? a fashion designer. Who's this guy in this picture? You think that guy's an actor? That guy? Because right? that's Bob... I think that's mm. Bob Mackey getting his Oscar award for dressing her in uh, 
a movie. I think and, that guy um, looks like the other guy from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Who am I thinking of? I don't know. I'm going to Google it. No, that's actually, yeah. Like I said, I think it's Bob Mackie receiving his Oscar for, um, why can't I think of a huge movie that, like, started her acting career off? I know, it's not like you don't have the entire internet in front of you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just try you, to, like, pull it out of my brain. I forget about that. Nope, it's not Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. It's Grumpy Old Men. Oh, no, that's definitely not that guy. God, I love that movie so much. What <sighs> is his name? 1993, Grumpy Old Men. They tried to make a TV series out of it in 2003. Oh, I can't imagine that. Mm. Cast. Jack Lemmon. Mm-hmm. And uh, Walter Matthau. Matthau. Yeah. Walter. Why did I try to call him Robert? Ralph. Robert Matthau. All right. Well, that's <laughs> who I thought it was. Anyway, share more facts. Moonstruck. Moonstruck oh. is the movie I'm trying to think of. So glad. <laughs> Sorry. Moonstruck, everybody. Let's show Moonstruck. people. It was a big deal. Do you, do you have a picture of the poster? I don't, because I actually I pulled that from my brain. But oh. here, let me pull one up real quick. Um, she could have been Louise in Thelma. That Louise. would, you know, I always I struggle when we talk about that. Like somebody that was supposed to play something. Yeah, it's weird. Like right? Thelma and Louise to me is so I'll never be able to think of anyone else in the roles of Thelma or Louise because they cast it so perfectly. Yeah. And they, those two women will forever be Thelma and Louise. And I just like, in my head, I'm like, ooh, I wonder, that would have been weird. Well, I wonder if she feels like she made the right choice because she turned down the part of Thelma Dickinson in Thelma and Louise <laughs> in order to appear in the 1990 film Mermaids. Mm-hmm. The parts eventually went to Gina Davis, but we can't help but wonder what the movie would be like with Susan Sarandon and Cher. But Mermaids was equally as popular as Thelma and Louise. No it doesn't, way. It does not have a cult following like Thelma and Louise did. Mermaids was a big deal. I saw it in the theater and I couldn't wait to go see it because it had Winona Ryder in it. And I was like, oh my God, Winona Ryder's like the coolest person in the world. Okay, Mermaids made $35.4 million. And Thelma... Made a lot more than that. I'm telling you my own personal experience. Not much more. Okay. For- my personal experience, Mermaids came out um, and... I was way more excited to go to the theater and see Mermaids. I didn't build my love of Thelma and Louise until way later in life. Okay. Like, Mermaids had somebody in it that was my age that I was like, I want to go see that. I idolize Winona Ryder. Okay. Well, do you want to guess how much Thelma and Louise made? I can't guess. It's right in front of me. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I'm like, I already know. We haven't said it out loud for the audio folks yet. It's 45.4 million as opposed to. The old 35.4. So 10 million more. I mean, back then, 10 mil was quite a bit. It was. It was a lot. You could buy like a lot of Coca-Colas and French fries with that money. I do have the poster for Moonstruck up. Oh, yeah. Let's see it. So Moonstruck was really like Cher. Like people were like, wow, Cher is actually a serious actress, not just this variety show kind of person. And she starred in it with um, Olympia Dukakis, who sadly passed away last week. I have no idea. Last week? Yeah. Cher wrote a beautiful, uh, a beautiful eulogy to but Olivia. Like, or Olympia. Um, oh, that's Olympia. She was also in Steel Magnolias. Um, she's just always been known as the funny old lady. Yeah. She's been in a ton of stuff. Yeah. She was, she was an icon. Like, she had her, her heyday. Definitely. 
That's Olympia. Yeah. Um, Lived a very, very long and productive life. Yeah. Yeah. R.I.P., bro. Yeah, pretty great. Yeah. Let's see. More iconic facts about Cher. Yeah. She helped pioneer auto-tune. Uh, <laughs> she sure did. We yeah. listened to it. Check it out. We did listen to it. I didn't know it was that uh-huh. song, though. Uh, Cher's biggest single to date in 1998's Believe, which spent four weeks at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 and went on to become one of the best-selling singles of all time. The song was notable for the use of auto-tune to produce Cher's altered voice on the recording. The technique was met with controversy at the time, but it's become widely used T-Pain in the pop music industry today. Absolutely. I didn't know she made auto-tune. I thought it was always been around for a while. I mean... You've had versions of it, but the the popular version that everyone is able to utilize now that's like much much more widely available mm. to everyone. Yeah, I mean it's on. And the the very like <clears throat> you used to use auto tune to to make think something sound naturally good, and now you use it to actually distort. Like Cher was the first person that it was like, let's make this vocal obviously distorted as by using effect. as yeah. an effect. Yeah. yeah. That song "Believe" also <laughs> broke records. The sec, uh, with the success of "Believe," Cher became the oldest woman to have a number one song. How old? Fifty-two. That's awesome. It was marked as the longest span between number one songs for any artist. Cher had to wait nearly a quarter century between number ones, with "Dark Lady" hitting the top spot in 1974 and "Believe" hitting the same milestone in 1999. That's real cool. Yeah, it is. Do you know that she? Um, was diagnosed with severe dyslexia. Oh. She didn't get diagnosed with that until she was 30 years old. Whoa. They didn't invent it till then. Nah, it was, it's been around for quite a while. Was, come on, dude. That was a joke. Invent dyslexia? It exists. They just discovered it. <laughs> yeah, but you have to name things, blah, blah, blah. blah. I name you... Dyslexia. Dyslexia. <laughs> I bet there's I bet there's some kids out I there. I bet there's a kid out there named Dyslexia. In, yeah, in some yeah. neighborhoods that I grew up in. Uh, why do parents do this? This is my like friend Dyslexia. Why do parents do things uh, like that to children? I will never understand. You know what? I think Cher should have an EGOT. I, she should. She's an actor. She's been on... She's done plays. Yeah. Yeah. I'm why a, haven't... Wait, let's let's campaign. Let's start a petition. Leanne. And campaign for Cher to get an EGOT. You're in charge of this project. It's Get Cher an EGOT. It's the Get Cher an EGOT project. Yeah. You take it from there, Leanne. Yeah. We got your back. We'll promote it on the show. Um. Do you know she's a real life hero? Did you ever know that you could be my hero? I wonder if her and Bette Midler are friends. Oh, they have to be. They have to be. I don't know. Two very strong personalities like that could be oil and water. But I never know. I think that two contemporaries that have experienced that much success. That's true. There are only a few people that you can relate to when you get to that level. Unless they just clash personality wise like me and you. Then they have to be friends. I was wondering how long it was going to take you to say that. (laughs) Because if you didn't say it, I was going to say it. Well, it's been said. (laughs) So this is cool. Her and Meryl Streep once came along uh, like they were walking through New York City Mm because they are friends. And they came to the rescue of a young girl who was being mugged. Oh. Cher also once crashed a small plane that she was piloting during a snowstorm, but crashed it in the manner that no one got injured. Wow. Like she's legit like a real hero. She's a real pilot. Yeah. She's like her. She's she's saved lives. She's been in um, less tragic plane accidents than some people we've talked about on this show. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy to go down in a plane. Yeah, it, yeah, definitely. Uh, planes are hard, guys. 
Don't go out there flying unsupervised. <laughs> Take your flight instructor with you. Oh my goodness, we've gone long. Oh my gosh, I didn't realize we could talk that long about share. I think we shared a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> and that's been Puns for One, starring your boy Ike. Stupid. <laughs> I think we shared a little too much. Okay, I've had a little do, too do, much do, to do, share do, today. Do, do, do. Uh, well, thank, thank you for sharing with me, Misty. Thank you for sharing with me, Isaac. <laughs> and on two, You're the share to my Thelma. <laughs> On two bad, three bad puns now, we will call it a day uh, since it's not Friday. See you tomorrow.